0: Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 60 is entitled Humanism and the New World Order. In Edgar and Poe's short story, The Mask of the Red Death, the nobility walled themselves inside the castle and lived in luxurious distraction, while peasants outside were starving and dying of the plague. The nobles refused to let the outside in, but the Red Death, disguised as a nobleman, was already living in the castle, and the walls that were intended to protect them from the plague imprisoned them to sudden death. In just such a way, Washington has become walled in. It includes the nobles but shuts out the citizens who put them there. Our nation is being systematically dismantled like an old castle by the elite who use the hewn stones of tradition merely to decorate the false facade of the new world order of humanism. They know that only from the rubble of the old world order can a new world order be built. It will carry the facade of the old to fool the unwary, but inside will be all the modern conveniences of political correctness. The humanists do not want patchwork. They want a brave new world. To do that, they must destroy democracy from within. To destroy our republic, they must first dismantle Christianity. They can generously compromise on the nostalgic front by keeping the language of democracy while destroying its soul. If you listen to the language, you will clearly see that is exactly what they are doing. Each time former President Obama referred to the Declaration of Independence in his second inaugural address, he added a caveat that entirely changed the meaning. It is subtle. It is cunning. It is death to democracy, for example, quote, For history tells us that while these truths may be self-evident, they've never been self-executing, that while freedom is a gift from God, it must be secured by his people here on earth. First of all, let me remind you that the self-evident truths the president is referring to are taken from the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Since when did the self-evident truth that God created all men equal, that God endowed man with certain unalienable rights, that God endowed man with life, that God endowed man with liberty, and that God endowed man with the pursuit of happiness become government's responsibility? When did God turn His power over to government? How can man self-execute a self-evident truth? Since when did government receive the right to secure a gift of God? All men and all women come to earth with those gifts of God. The purpose of government is not to create equality. Equality is already endowed unto man by God. The purpose of government is to create an environment where all citizens may realize their own self-evident gifts of God. That is what free will, agency, freedom, and liberty are all about. Every time government plays God, it ends up serving the devil. Look at communism, look at Nazism, look at fascism, look at socialism, look at the rubble of history's failed utopias. Can you see that the modifications by Mr. Obama erase the true meaning and real values of the original? Who will execute truth? Why, the government. But it will not be the absolute truths of God the Founding Fathers referred to. It will be the new truths of the new world order. Who will execute liberty? Why, the government. Who will secure the pursuit of happiness? Why, the government. Out goes self-reliance and in comes bigger government with more binding regulations. Outgoes personal responsibility and in comes bigger government with handouts and free food stamps. Outgoes individuality and in comes bigger government with its social programs to guarantee equality. You can't do it alone, our liberal leaders say. Addressing the nation, President Obama said, The question we ask today is not whether our government is too big or too small, but whether it works. Such a statement could be placed in any dictator's mouth and be applied to any dictatorship. We must not forget that this is a battle. A national election has become an excuse to pull the enemies of freedom together. Liberalism, humanism, naturalism, Secularism, socialism, communism, agnosticism, social Darwinism, and atheism, all enemies of democracy. They are friends now, united by atheism, a common cause. But once they win, rebellion will enter among the ranks as they fight for power, and America will have a new kind of civil war that will never end, because the lines will never be clearly drawn. They will all wear the same uniforms of human rights each seeking for supremacy of power, and an end to democracy. To establish a new religion, they must destroy Christianity. As one socialist candidate claimed, quote, religious beliefs have to be changed, unquote. Notice how all practices of Christianity are systematically being removed from all public discourse. Recently, a valedictorian of a high school in South Carolina gave a prayer in his speech. By exercising his freedom of religion and freedom of speech, he was accused of being insensitive and of violating the Constitution of the United States. That is how far we have gone. Soon, democracy will not be recognizable. The enemies of democracy are employing all special interest groups. Simply study the liberals' platform. They are building an army. They are declaring war on freedom. They are focused on their goal. Before humanism can claim victory, the following statement in the Declaration of Independence must be removed, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The first thing to go will be the consent of the governed. Can you see what is happening to our government today because we deny the Articles of Democracy? Our liberal leaders are now claiming that we are not a Christian nation. President Obama said, quote, Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation, at least not just. We are also a Jewish nation, a Muslim nation, and a Buddhist nation, and a Hindu nation, and a nation of non-believers, unquote. That denies the first four articles of faith of our founding fathers that begins with, We hold these truths. The truths talked about came from the Christian traditions of our forefathers. By denying that truths are self-evident, we as a nation are denying the absolute nature of truth, thus giving the government the liberty to redefine morality. Modern society, however, has entirely moved away from self-evident truth. They no longer acknowledge gender as a self-evident truth. Liberals are now proposing, with government support, that schools as early as kindergarten hold classes that teach children that gender is a choice. There's a kind of madness in the world. By denying that all men were created by God, we are denying the power of God, the existence of God, our dependence on God, and our obligation to God. We are denying the equality of all and the existence of free will. We are transferring our allegiance away from God and the individual and toward the government. Faith in God is replaced with faith in our politicians. The omniscience and omnipotence of God are replaced by the omniscience and omnipotence of the government. Those in government take upon themselves the responsibility to tell us what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is evil, and even what is best for us on every level, down to the size of our soft drink. As our Savior said, They strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. We are reduced to the absurd. In a recent proposal, a congresswoman, to the applause of the left, said that we should ban flatulent cows, airplanes, and all fossil fuels as harmful to the environment, that the government should support all those who cannot work and those who choose not to work, that everything should be free. She even said that all existing buildings should be destroyed and rebuilt by the government, of course, according to Green Standards. There's a kind of insanity in liberal hysteria and disregard for common sense and how far they're willing to go. The lines are clearly drawn. They no longer hide their socialism. For a long time, the liberals shied away from the word socialism, denying that socialism was their intent and kept the language of our republic. Now they flaunt it. By denying that we are all created equal by God gives the government the right to create equality by taking from the rich and giving to the poor by suppressing the strong and elevating the weak, by manipulating education, social inequities, and personal differences, by redistributing wealth, by elevating one group over another, by creating class division, by encouraging tribalism, by controlling welfare, and by overtaxing the self-reliant. By denying that we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights gives the government the right to define rights, To manipulate rights and to redistribute rights as largesse, favoring one group over another. Rights are no longer a divine gift, but a bribe from officials who want to remain in office. Rights are no longer inherent, but are artificial creations of the state manipulated by unequal laws that serve the personal interests of those in power. Rather than all being treated equal under the law, special rights are created to elevate some above the law. Women's rights, Civil rights, gay rights, children's rights, illegal immigrant rights, and LGBT rights, special rights favoring one group over another, proliferate through hate crime laws, parity, social manipulation, same-sex marriage, affirmative action, and other laws that hide behind coded words. Furthermore, it allows the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to be rewritten, for they stand in the way of the New World Order. Why is it necessary for the liberals to remove God? The answer is quite simple. They know something that the rest of us have forgotten. A democratic republic without God cannot survive any more than the body without the spirit can survive. Remove God and democracy immediately falls because equality and absolute morality no longer have meaning. Christianity is to democracy what the spirit is to the body. It is the life force. Christianity provides an absolute standard of behavior. When Christianity is removed, the Constitution will be rewritten to satisfy the political correctness of the New World Order. The Ten Commandments are the law of liberty upon which this country was founded. The two great commandments are the perfect law of liberty that makes democracy possible without big government. In a system where people share virtues and voluntarily abide by them, freedom can be expanded. Laws are written to restrict freedom because people refuse to abide by the virtues of Christ voluntarily. Think what would happen if no one lied, or stole, or cheated, or murdered, etc. We would not have to write laws against lying, stealing, cheating, and killing. We must keep our eye on the Declaration of Independence, on the Bill of Rights, and on the Constitution. We must put the republic back into democracy. We must remain a democratic republic. We are losing focus. We cannot take our eye off the foundations of democracy, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The fundamental principle upon which democracy is founded is the idea that everyone is important, everyone matters, everyone is equal to everyone else, and that equality was created by God, not man, not government, and not idealism. We must remember why this nation was created. We must maintain the reasons God has so blessed America. America, you must come back to basics. You must come back to your roots freedom, self-reliance, the Constitution, agency, God, virtue, democracy, flag, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of thought, and freedom of conscience. Let's not be taken in by fancy rhetoric. We must identify our enemies, guard our sovereignty, and protect our freedom. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity, is available at ronaldmesser.com.